Before we get to this episode, just to say thanks to everyone who's bought my new book, Champion Thinking, How to Find Success Without Losing Yourself. Published by Bloomsbury, the response has been terrific. It's an Amazon bestseller. It's been top 20 in the airport charts consistently, and the reviews have been terrific right across the board. And if you like this episode that you're about to hear on Flow, you'll be sure to enjoy Champion Thinking. Head to my website, simonmundy.com or Amazon, Waterstone, Smiths, places like that to get your copy. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to this bite-sized episode of Life Lessons with me, Simon Mundy, in which we revisit a nugget from one of my previous conversations and have a closer look. Forget ice baths, marathons and hit workouts. If you really want to develop resilience, do nothing. Literally sit in a room and do nothing. Let whatever thoughts and feelings want to bubble up, bubble up. Now, this is from my chat with Steve Magnus, the author of the fantastic book, Do Hard Things. And in a world where we never have to be bored for the first time in human history because of our smartphones, to embrace doing nothing is truly revolutionary and potentially life-changing. Often people say, think like big stressors and all that, but it's really the small stuff. You know, you just mentioned there, it's like, it's standing in a line and being okay with being bored instead of giving into that anxiety and grabbing your phone and starting to scroll because like that will soothe that, that anxiety or stress. So it, it really is, is we can either, you know, become friends with our inner world or we can make it kind of uh, almost as if it's a foreign object. And I think too often when we avoid, it becomes this foreign thing where it's like, uh oh, here's some stress, here's some anxiety, like go in the other direction. And I'm, it, I, I love that you're doing that with your kid because, like, so often early on, we teach kids to kind of avoid because we just repeatedly tell them all the dangers that are in the world and, and from a point of protection. But what they do is they learn, like, oh, well, anything that, causes threat I'm going to avoid instead of, you know, maybe exploring it or sitting with it or whatever have you. That leads us into part four, the difference between responding and reacting. And actually you give that example of, which relates to this, of people, if they're stuck in a room on their own, like how it's torture, right? 
And there's that famous quote, I can't remember who said it, you know, all the problems of man could be solved if, if you could sit in a room with no distractions. And, and, and this is why, and you talk about meditation, you talk about altered traits. I spoke to Daniel Goleman about this, big fan of his. And this is, I think for me, why meditation is so valuable is it's not, I'm trying to get anywhere. This sort of idea of clearing your mind is actually just getting comfortable being. And actually what I've noticed now is in the West, we're such a culture of doing, aren't we? Of You feel guilty if you sit in your backside for five minutes, right? But the more and more, and I think this comes from training that muscle through meditation, through through sitting on trains and just staring out of windows or whatever it may be. I love just sitting there doing nothing. And in time, you can go from having your internal world, as you put it, being this scary, boring, terrible place to, to actually, you realize that is where the peace is. And until you turn around, you're missing that. And not only that, it's kind of tormenting you. Yeah, I mean, you nailed it right there. And I'm in 100% agreement because what happens is we we kind of live in a reactive world where we're like the dog who sees a squirrel and just, you know, going from squirrel to squirrel and going crazy with our head. Well, that that's what happens here is that in, instead of being able to kind of just sit with who we are and our being and you know, the world that is going by, we just always look for the shiny objects. And that trains our brain to literally be stressed out because it is always looking for something better to do. Why? Because we've trained it to look for something better to do. Every time we, I'm not, I'm not here to hate on phones, but like every time we like, you know, pick up our phone, you know, for maybe the listeners, there's a study that showed that something like 90% of people have felt like a phantom vibration. Like they felt like their, their phone was vibrating or making noise or whatever. And they go and check and there's nothing there. Well, why does that occur? Because we've trained our brain that like, hey, focus and check on this thing a million times. Well, it's the same with other stuff. So to me, it really is. Again, I talked about kind of wrapping Buddhist ideas into uh, into kind of modern stuff is like, one of the ways to train toughness or resilience is literally just sitting. And there's data behind this. You know, one of my favorite studies real quick was they took meditators who were expert at, at just had spent hours mindfulness. And then they took your average Joe and they said they just applied a very hot probe to their wrist. And then they looked in their brain with fMRI to see what was happening. Well, the average Joe was freaking out beforehand. They freaked, they freaked out during it, and then they freaked out afterwards. It just lingered. You looked at the meditators, no stress beforehand. When the probe gets applied, they, they say, oh, this is hot, but their fear center doesn't go through the roof because they realize that someone's going to take this off and not danger because I'm in a lab. And then after the probe is removed, like they go back down to zero, you know, normal. And, and, and like, well, what else is like toughness, resilience, except like maybe not dealing with that physical pain, but it's everything. It's like, well, how do we respond to stress? Well, literally just practicing sitting can do that. And if you don't like the idea of meditation, well, sit there on the train and look out the window. Like, I don't, I don't care what you call it or how you do it. Drive in your car without listening to the radio or a podcast or what have you, like, Go, go on a walk without headphones, like be alone in your, you know, and experience the world. And if you do that, that alarm will come down. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I know you said you don't want to hate on fines, but on the back of your book, you've got Cal Newport, who another just top, top bloke. He and I were chatting and, and actually I spoke to Sam Harris who said a similar thing around, like we've never had to be bored before. Now, funnily enough, so tonight I'm, I'm due to be going out for a drink with a friend of mine. I haven't seen him, well, I haven't had a drink with him for three, four months, maybe longer. And the last time we went out for a drink, I, I said this exact question to him. I said, when was the last time you were bored? And he couldn't answer. And so I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I went to the bar and I said, right, when I go to the bar, just resist that urge to pick up your phone. And, and just sit with it, right? And right there is an opportunity to and not distract ourselves because I think it's so easy because it's so normalized. You know, you drive down the street now, or walk down the street, everyone's doing that, aren't they? In one form or other, it's like acceptable, although it is an, an addictive behavior. But like even just that little moment of, okay, someone's going to the bar. It's not going to be long. I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm just going to sit. There you are. And it's just, it's hilarious that we're talking about doing hard things and perhaps one of the best takeaways, if not the best takeaway is, hey, sit on your ass and do nothing. You know, it's hilarious because we think, and again, we think of the hard things as like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, do this crazy exercise or, you know, put myself through this miserable experience. And the hard thing is, is just literally doing nothing. And and I, I think it's it, and it actually works. And, you know, the other thing is actually I was reading a study the other day. Um, so this is in the book, but that looked at, well, does that coping behavior of feeling boredom and then picking up your phone, does that actually help us? And in terms of happiness, levels of sadness, all that, it actually makes us worse. It makes us feel more anxiety. There was a research study that looked at this. So even our coping mechanism like fails us, but we keep doing it because it's like the simple behavior that we think makes us feel feel better. Again, it's that that kind of addictive behavior. So, you know, li- listeners, if you're you're learning nothing, it's just like find some find some moments where it's just like you and you're doing nothing, and that will lo- literally make you tougher. Thank you for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Life Lessons podcast with me, Simon Mundy. Please do check out loads of the other life lessons on my YouTube page. The link is in the bio. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.